There are legends round here, even if only in their own minds. Forgotten, but not dead. Some have tried to stop them, but they keep coming back. Coming to entertain you. They are the Crystal Lake Soldiers. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Crystal Lake Soldiers podcast. My name is Isaiah, joined tonight by Sean and Ted. How are you guys doing this weekend? Feeling all right, man. Doing doing good. Feeling stronger. All right. Feeling more powerful. There you go. Like, like a radioactive spider bit me, and I'm feeling more powerful. I don't know. This joke's going nowhere. I'm doing good. <laughs> good to hear. Good to hear. <laughs> well, we are back. Uh, we've got another review for you tonight. We're going to be reviewing the 1981 movie Maniac. So we are excited for that. Um, Joe Bob actually just showed that on the last drive-in this past weekend. So that was kind of cool. Had Tom Savini on. It was it was a great showing. Thought it was a perfect time to review the movie, so we're going to be doing that tonight. But before we do that, we do have some news for you guys. But before we even get into the news, what have you guys been up to this last week? Just trying to stay sane, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just been working from home and uh been watching movies. Uh watched uh Caveman Watched uh, Zapped. Been watching comedies mostly. Watched the new Elvira, Mistress of the Dark Blu-ray. Okay. Great. And of course, of course, last night I watched Vice Academy 1 and 2 with you two guys. Which was uh, awesome. Which was awesome. I can't yeah. believe I've never watched it before now. I kind of feel <laughs> dumb. I can't believe you'd ever either. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know when we went to watch that. Now you're divergentized. I am. And now I, now I got to watch. I'm planning on watching 3 tonight and then... Uh, Whenever I get the chance, I got to watch four, five, and six. So just so everybody knows, it was consensual. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was because I, I bought and the movie set, so <laughs> socially distant. Awesome. Yep, exactly. We, we we did we did the naked gun thing. Everybody was wrapped in rubbers. And <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I watched Naked Gun two and a half. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that last night too, because I watched that recently too. Um, yeah, that's a great movie, man. And I watched the Chopping Mall with Joe Bob. That's the only Joe Bob I've seen so far. Okay, I'm always behind everyone else in that, but I eventually catch up. So it's <laughs> all right. Yeah, and the Vice Academies, and I don't know, man. Not too much else. Just been chilling, man. Yeah, nothing. And playing Skyrim, of course. And playing. Yeah, I've been playing Skyrim. Predator a little bit. I've been playing. Yeah. That. Not quite as crazy as everybody else. Yeah, it's been fun. So, yeah, I got to put some more time into Predator because, uh, you know, I started that um, forty-eight hour XP boost that I got with the pre-order. I didn't even take advantage of it. I mean, I I played that one night <laughs> and I haven't played since, <laughs> so I lost that. But did but didn't you get to like level twenty something um, for that one night though? I'm almost to level 30 out of 100 or whatever it is. So, I mean, I it, it did give me a little bit of a boost, but 
Not as much as I want. I understand see, most of these guys playing and grinding like we did on Friday. I've already maxed out. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. You know, it's still when we played high twenties or right around thirty. When all of us played Friday together, it still took us a long time to get to level one hundred. Oh yeah, though. that's that was a that wasn't an easy yeah, game to level. It took up. a lot longer on there. I yeah. thought too. It did. I mean, Everything took like, a lot longer. Predator, you can almost level up a level every match, and I, I mean, I was doing that without double XP. Right, it's all on those kills that you get, <laughs> and collecting the XP and all that. Yeah. But I'm nearly at level forty three on Skyrim. Nice, nice. Yeah, I don't even know where I left off on there because I I haven't played that in about a week. <laughs> I, I've literally, since I started my vacation on uh, Wednesday, I've been doing basically nothing but watching movies. I've been finally starting to catch up on some of my movies. Because, um, like, I, I watched that new underwater movie, which has that kind of Lovecraft monster in it that's supposed to be Cthulhu. Um, so I watched that. That was actually pretty decent, other than the fact that I still can't stand Kristen Stewart. I just can't stand how just bland and like boring she is. I didn't even realize she was in that movie. Yeah, she's the main character in it. But um Yeah, she sucks. <laughs> but that's another story. But yeah, I I watched that. I, I, I do and suggest it to at least check it out, especially if you're into Lovecraft like I am, just because the ending is fucking awesome. Uh beyond that, obviously Vice Academy we watched last night. Uh, both one and two. I've almost finished the ranch now. I've binge watched that whole fucking show now, other than the last like three or four episodes. So I'm almost done with that. I did watch, uh, obviously, Maniac, Heather's, because that was the other movie that Joe Bob showed on Friday. So I, I did watch that as well. And um, yeah, I, I've still got quite a bit more to watch. Like I said, I, I'm, I'm planning on watching Vice Academy 3 tonight after we're done recording. Because I want to finish that off so I can put that set away and feel accomplished that I actually finished something for viewing. So, But, I mean, beyond that, I haven't even really been playing much for video games, which is surprising because I've had this whole last week off. And I've hardly played a game other than that night that we played Predator. So, exciting. Growing up, man. I'm growing up. <laughs> that was just a joke. <laughs> Good lord. No, you're not. I am not. But we got a good show for you guys. Um, just to kind of get started, let's go ahead and take a look at some news. Uh, we got a couple pieces of news, some trailers, and uh, a little bit of Blu-ray news tonight. To kind of start things off, though, on a little bit of a sadder note, uh, the co-writer of Child's Play and the director of Child's Play 2 passed away. It was ruled that it was a suicide by hanging, which is which is really sad, but um, we did lose John J. Lafia uh, this past week, which is obviously sad and heartbreaking to know that somebody that put that kind of work into a, a, a franchise that most of us love is is now gone. He was the one that actually came up with the name of Chucky and also coined that phrase, hi, I'm Chucky, want to play. So it's, it yeah, sucks. He was a decent f- filmmaker, man. Man's best friend and did a couple episodes of Freddy's Nightmares. 
And that Earthquake movie is not necessarily like everyone's favorite, but it wasn't that bad, man. I watched it with yeah. my family, so it was pretty decent. So for a TV flick, you know what I'm right, right. So yeah, I enjoyed this movie. It's sad to hear, man. Wish he'd have been able to reach out to somebody and get help with whatever problems he was dealing with. So yeah, sad yeah. to hear. Yeah, the only movies that I know from him, of course, Charles Play Two, man's best friend, and. You know, I love both those movies. Yeah, I mean, it takes a cinematic genius to have a dog swallow a cat whole. That's all I say. It's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> that scene is is one of the best scenes ever. I would probably agree. That was great. Still waiting for the sequel, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then the dog peeing on Ali Sheedy's boyfriend, but it's acid pee. It's great. Oh, that was awesome. Go see Man's Best Friend, everyone. Is him messing with the freaking boyfriend because the boyfriend (laughs) was such an ass anyway. Yeah, (laughs) definitely, (laughs) definitely. But our our condolences to his family. Took care of the mugger. Yeah, (laughs) at the beginning. But yeah, it's it sucks. But our condolences to his family. It's it's sad, especially with everything going on right now. It's just like. It just seems like everything just seems to be going wrong, which which is kind of sad. But you will be missed, John Luffy. Yes, he you will, will be missed. But kind of moving on from there, obviously with everything that's been kind of going on, there's been delays and everything. So we kind of were speculating uh, either last week or the week before regarding the new Saw movie, um, Spiral from the Book of Saw. You know, if it was going to be pushed to the Halloween time frame like a lot of the other horror movies that were supposed to be coming out earlier this year. Well, we got confirmation that it is not doing that. It is actually moving back a full year. So it's going from May of this year all the way back to May of next year, 2021, which I don't know why they're doing that. Why not just do it around Halloween? I mean, that's when Saw is like famous for coming out. It's like when maybe they know something we don't. Hey, maybe, <laughs> maybe, but I, I say it's just sucks. there. There's going to be so much congestion in the theaters yeah, that, come that time. Me, Halloween Kills. I'm sure Stupid Candyman. Yep. Yes, that movie's going to suck, <laughs> and uh, that's that's going to cause save time. I'm not looking forward to that, and I'm not going to see it. But yeah, you're and then, and then you have the non horror movies that are all getting pushed back anyway. Yep. I mean, like. Fast and Furious Part Twenty Five and uh, <laughs> and whatever the you know. So. Open back up. It's going to be a weird, interesting venture. It, period. it will mm-hmm. be between what's yeah. available and not not available. Which theaters are even opening and everything? Else. Yeah, yeah, that's so. true. As long as they don't move Bill and Ted face the music, because they do that, I will fucking riot. But <laughs> <laughs> that better be coming out in August. God damn it. I don't fucking care. Maybe they'll just put that on demand. I'll take it on demand. Honestly, I probably would. As as much as I would hate to have it go that way. Yeah, I mean, I don't want it to be delayed. Yeah, but if there's no other option. Yeah, exactly. So I still want to see it. So. Yeah. So that's another little bit of sad news. Um, that's been pushed back almost a full year because I was actually excited for that. I've actually liked. I actually liked Jigsaw, so the last Saw movie that came out, and this one had, even though it's. Chris Rock and it's a little weird having a comedian in like the starring role of it. I was still surprised, especially by the trailer and everything. And obviously yeah. Samuel L. Jackson is always good. So he's good in anything. I'm does. a fan of Chris Rock too, man. He's done a couple yeah. things that weren't comedy. And I'm looking forward person. to Spiral. Yeah. I was really looking he's forward talented. to seeing it before all this hit. 
So you know what? If, if push back a year, if I can see it in the theater, that, that's cool. I can yeah. I can wait a year. It'll, yeah. It sucks waiting a year, but I can wait and enjoy it like it's meant to be. And you know what? And I think isn't this like the first role Chris Rock is doing that's like actual actually serious? I, <laughs> I mean, thinks no. Nah, he did no, another one no, as no, a husband. Did. This isn't his. He did another role as a yeah. I can't remember the name of that movie. He was like a husband going through like a midlife crisis thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's kind of a dark comedy, but he definitely does not play a comedic role. So. Yeah. It's still fresh okay. though, because I mean, it's still something different. Yeah. Because he's definitely not done yeah. this a whole lot. So. Because that was probably like years exactly. and years ago, anyway. Yeah, that was a while back. Okay. And he hasn't done a lot of serious stuff for sure. But he's got yeah. talent, man. He's a talented guy. Oh, for yeah, sure. he is. I mean, just just watching the trailer, I'm just like, man, I'm looking forward to this. Him being the hardened detective and. All this, all these murders and craziness is starting up again. Yep. So I'm looking forward to it. Another chapter in Definitely. So that's kind of what's going on. Uh, beyond that, there's not really a whole lot of news regarding movies and whatnot that are supposed to be coming out, other than some releases, television and VOD wise, which we're going to talk about now. So we're going to talk about some coming attractions here. So first off. We've got Lovecraft Country, which is actually coming from HBO. This is actually coming out later this year. There's not a set date yet. Um, Previously, it was supposed to be coming out in August. I don't know if that's still the plan on HBO. But this has got me interested. I I like the setting. It's set back in the 50s, kind of against that whole racial thing, which I I know can be overplayed a lot. But then you mix in the Lovecraft monsters into this. I I don't know. the, the, The trailer grabbed me, and I'm... I love anything Lovecraft, like I've said many times. So this one's actually got my interest, and I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing this. Uh, the trailer was decent, but I was waiting for the Lovecraft element. But they finally threw it in at the end, so I was like, well, maybe it does have hope. So like, it just honestly looked like a period piece, mm-hmm. like just about the racial thing and all that at first. But the monster at the end made me think, all right, well, maybe there's a little hopeful. So. But it didn't look, you know, it definitely looked well-made, like a decent story. Yeah. I was just disappointed, and, you know, like I said, until I saw the monster at the end. Like, right. right. No, definitely. But, I mean, honestly, I've liked 95% of the stuff that HBO's put out. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's I've, it's, like I've got high hopes for it. So, I, I, I know that they do a good job, and I'm sure they're going to do a good job with this. So I'm 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 super pumped for it personally. So it's definitely something I'm definitely looking forward to. Now, after that, we also have a VOD release that's actually coming out on June 9th, which is called The Candy Witch. So obviously it's kind of a play on Candyman. Um and it kind of seems that way, you know, in the trailer. So it looks like a low budget kind of ripoff movie. It looks better than the Candyman that's coming out. I I agree. <laughs> I actually do agree. <laughs> And so it it looks kind of funny uh, just because of how low budget and just kind of rip offish it, it is. And so it's it's got my interest. And I definitely want to check this one out just because I think it's going to be a, a hoot. Yeah. It should be fun, man. Looks like it can um, like it has a good pace. Like it's comes at you. I like that. So Yeah. That is for sure. So th- th- those are kind of just a couple other releases that are, are coming out here shortly. Like I said, Still not a whole lot for news, obviously, with everything going on. But we do have two last pieces of news, and this is regarding Blu-ray releases. 
So we've previously talked about the Friday the 13th 40th Anniversary Edition Steelbook, which was supposed to be coming out on May 5th of this year. That has been pushed back almost a month and a half to June 16th. So still nothing has really changed. Um, they did kind of mention some of the uh, the bonus features for that release. And so with that, they, they did state that the the release will be the previously released uncut version of it. So that isn't really kind of anything real new. And actually most of the special features are kind of uh, some of the stuff we've already seen on the release. So it doesn't look like it's a whole lot. Because you've got uh, commentary by Sean Cunningham uh, with some of the cast and crew. Yeah, you've got a Friday the 13th reunion, uh, fresh cuts, new tales from Friday the 13th, Man Behind the Legacy, Sean Cunningham, Lost Tales from Camp Blood Part 1, uh, the Friday the 13th Chronicles, and Secrets Galore Behind the Gore. So kind of some of the stuff we've already seen on previous releases with regards to this movie, but plus if shot factory is going to release the box set, I would just wait. Yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, unless you're a steelbook collector, like I am. Yeah. I, was say, I think that was just a little 40th. From what I, steelbook. That was from what I heard, from what I heard, it's not even a real steelbook. It's like a metal tin. Oh, I hope to God like, they're not doing that because that would be that, shitty. That, like it, it's not made. Of, it's not like your normal steel book. It's like just some cheap metal painted over or something. I, I, that's what I've heard. Well, I'm looking at it right now, and it looks like a real steel book. Let me actually just pull this up here really okay. quick. Let's just see for sure. Well, it looks like it, no, it it does actually look like a real steel book. So I don't know. Okay. I mean, we'll we'll, we'll find out for sure once June. Comes I'm just out. saying that's what I've heard. I don't know if that's true or not. It's, right. No, understandable. So it's it's definitely something to look out for. I mean, I would probably personally want to go into a store and see it, but obviously that's kind of hard to do now with a lot of stores closed. So yeah, <laughs> but I mean, you can obviously wait for somebody to do an unboxing of it because those are very popular and people do seem to do it with everything. So you can definitely wait for that. But so that that's been delayed. Opening stuff, you get news, man. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So the other piece of Blu-ray news that we have for you guys tonight is uh, Shout Factory or Scream Factory is releasing the 2009 slasher film The Hills Run Red to Blu-ray. This is actually coming to the Blu-ray for the first time, and that is coming June 16th, and it has a shit ton of bonus features. So if you're a fan of the movie, this might be something to kind of be on the lookout for because it's it's got a lot. I mean, you've got... Two different audio commentaries. They do good work. So. Yeah, no, definitely. And it's got like a bunch of interviews with a lot of the cast. Like, there's a shit ton of interviews. It's ridiculous how many interviews there are. Then if it's got a production scrapbook, and then proof of concept trailer. Um, so yeah, it's it's kind of loaded with a lot of stuff. So that that's kind of exciting. And obviously, Scream Factory and Shout Factory always does a good job with their releases. So this is. One to be on the lookout for, especially if you love this movie. Did you have anything else you wanted to add to that, Ted? No, nah, I haven't come across anything okay. other than that. Or actually, I take that back. I'm sorry. Um, Shout Factory has also added a, a bunch of movies that are going out of print this year. They're just throwing them into that pile, saying until you know we're we're sold out, you know this will be it. They added more. 
I think so. And more have already gone out of print now since oh, Jesus. since they've been announced. <laughs> I'm pulling up the list now, but everything's being slow. I hate their website because it's so freaking slow. It is kind of laggy. You better get on that Shout it Factory. <laughs> yeah, Shout Factory. Instead of getting movies to, to release, fix your website. True Shout Factory or add the car and complete shopping button still works. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Okay. So, so it, here it is. Okay. So, um, Candyman Farewell to the Flesh is going out of print. Uh, Jeepers Creepers, uh, Curse One and Two, Species Three and Four. There's just there's there's a bunch here. Some have already mentioned before in other videos, but the ones that are now out of print. Oh yeah, Ninja Three: The Domination's going out of print, Sean. Which I know you have the first. Yeah, I know. The, sec- the, the second edition's cheaper, too. It's going out of print also. Just to tantalize you, Sean. <laughs> yeah. One no. Blu-ray release is enough. <laughs> They're not ripping me. <laughs> Throw an extra not. interview and call it a better release. Right. It is, because it's 4K. Ooh. It's better. I'm good. <laughs> well, just to let you know, it is a better release. You've got the inferior product. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I got the superior product. Okay, so the ones that are now out of print. So I win. You what? I said I have a life though, so I win. No, you don't. Nobody does right now. We're all stuck indoors. That's true. I break the law. Yeah, so, so Sean, you don't have a life. I win still. I break the law. So then. <laughs> Breaking the law, breaking the law. Okay, so um, double feature of Mirrors in the Room Morgue, Dunwich Horror, are out of print officially. You can't buy them from Shell Factory anymore. Uh, uh, Pumpkinhead 2, Poltergeist 2, Jeepers Creepers 2, Species 2, Monkey Shines, Lady in White, uh, triple feature DVD of Missing in Action 1, 2, and 3. Their eight film action release on DVDs out of print. Lord of Illusions, The Dark Half, without war- without warning. Uh, Vincent Price Collection Two, Dawes, Leviathan, Squirm, and Howling Two are now out of print. Wow! And so yeah, we got more here. Captain America, nineteen ninety, the original Town the Dread Sundown, The Evictors. I just said Ninja Three. Rabbit Dog, Sacrifice, The New Intruder, Submerged, Necropolis, The New Stranger, The Harvest, The Boy, Not the One with the Doll, with the Lame Twist, the other one, the independent movie with Rain Wilson and David Morse, uh, Dark Summer, Deep in the Darkness, The Squad, Brazilian, Western, Dark Hall, Vinyl, Philly Brown, Devil's Doorway, Welcome to the Willits, The House May, Furlough, uh, Desolation, Kaleidoscope, Miami Blues, uh, Swimming in Cambodia, Rolling Thunder, Blue Lightning, The Vampire Lovers, Crime Wave, uh, Bearcats, a DVD four collection of westerns, uh, The Lawbreaker Complete Series, Future World, Exterminator 2, uh, four DVD pack, that has Exterminator 2, Alienator, Cyclone, and the Eye of the Tiger. Uh, Death Wish 2, Roadhouse, Invasion USA. Uh, the complete uh, the television show West Point. 
Alienator on Blu-ray, Joshua Tree, Poltergeist 3, Invasion of the Body Snatchers from 1978, Prison, Double Feature of Terror Vision, The Video Dead, From a Whisper to a Scream, The Robert England Phantom of the Opera, Vincent Price Collection 3, Supernova, uh, Sunny Boy, Double Feature of Bolero, Ghost Can't Do It, Blood and Lace, uh, four movie, another four-movie DVD pack, uh, double feature Blu-ray of Grey Eagle, Winterhawk, The Sicilian, Bad Influence, Missing Action 3 on Blu-ray, Demented, No Way Out, and um, double feature of uh, Ghost Warrior, The House for Evil Dwells, Millennium, Rotor, which is a double feature also. So all these are going bye-bye, guys. So wow. if you want them, you better pick them up. Jesus yeah. Christ, Shout Factory. That took almost four minutes to go through that list. What the fuck are you guys doing? These are all like MGM releases too. So I was I was right two or three years ago when I told you guys something was gonna happen with MGM. Yeah, I figured right. whenever whenever Disney was gonna buy Fox, and I was like I was like, is MGM even a part of that or what? But I just started buying all this MGM stuff, the ones that I wanted. And I'm just like, darn, I was right. You were right. I can attest that you did warn us about that. Actually, it was about two years ago that you were telling us about. <laughs> That's so yeah. that's wild. <laughs> Jeez, that literally almost took four minutes to go through that fucking list. <laughs> like, I might be exaggerating <laughs> a little, but it was a long time to go through that list. That's a lot of fucking movies. Yeah. It was a lot. But yeah, so if you guys haven't picked those ones up that are out of print now, good luck finding them from scalpers that are gonna fucking anal rape you yeah. for money for them, so Good times, but that's kind of all we have for uh, Blu-ray news. Uh, that was good to bring up those out-of-print ones because some of those I didn't know about, especially the newer ones, so that's good information to have. But um, moving on from there, we are talking and reviewing the 1981 movie Maniac. your doors but you can't lock the madman out of your mind All right, so Maniac was released on March 6th, 1981. It was directed by William Lustig, starred Joe Spinell, Carolyn Monroe, Abigail Clayton, and a very special appearance by special effects guru Tom Savini as Disco Boy. 
The cost of this movie actually was $350,000, so kind of around the same amount as the original Halloween. And just a couple pieces of trivia regarding this movie. The opening scene on the beach was actually inspired by the opening scene from Jaws, you know, from the point of view of the stalking shark. And then the headless corpse at the end is the Betsy Palmer corpse from Friday the 13th as well. I did not know that. Yeah, that was <laughs> actually really interesting. Yeah. And then yeah. the helicopter shots are recycled footage from the movie Inferno from 1980. So That's funny because I was watching, I was like, man, I know they didn't have money to do no freaking helicopter shots. So he had to pull that. Oh, they were shot. cutting corners like left and right with this movie. I mean, <laughs> half the Ain't time, no permits. They, yeah, no permits <laughs> for a lot of the, especially the New York City shots. They were just guerrilla yeah. shooting it, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> Is there any other way until you have money? Right. <laughs> I love the I love the story during like like you said when they were uh, doing the New York shots. You know they would have a van and they would start filming and they'd see a cop like in the distance and they're like, okay, load everything up, hurry, let's get out of here, go somewhere yeah. else. And just yep. film. They'll take your stuff. They'll take your equipment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Same for that that scene uh, with Savini and stuff when the, with the shotgun into the car and stuff. They would have to shoot that and you know they would shoot the gun and then they would have to load up everything and basically run away <laughs> before the cops showed up and so yeah there's a lot of running gun kind of things that a lot of people do guerrilla style when they're especially first starting out um with filmmaking and stuff yeah cutting a lot of corners saving a lot of money though i mean obviously this didn't have much of a budget you know especially for everything that they did in it but yeah I mean, Joe Spinell 100% makes this movie oh. what it is, as far as I'm Oh, he's 100%. fantastic. Yeah. Like, he should have had more roles <laughs> in his career. Yeah. And definitely. Frank Zito is great, man. Definitely believe he's one crazy bastard, that's for sure. That's for sure. His facial expressions were just priceless in this movie. Yeah, I mean, the breathing, too, man. I love that breathing. Yes. Very much reminded me of like Nick Castle's breathing from Halloween and stuff, but yeah, the breathing was like what sold the character and just yeah, I mean it was great. And then that's what I like about this movie is that it follows him. You're not you're not following the potential victim or yeah. you know the 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 standard final girl or whatever. You're following him. He's the main character. Yeah. Like Halloween, Michael Myers or the Shape, whatever you want to call him, whatever's your persuasion, he is not the main character. Yep. Laurie Strode is, you know, uh, Friday Friday Thirteenth, you know, Alice or any of the final girls in Friday, they're the main characters of their respective installments of that franchise. But this, this he is the star. The killer is the yeah. star. This is his movie. That's what it's, I've always liked too. It's like a we finally get to dig into the mind somewhat. Yeah, of one of these crazy fuckers instead of just seeing mm-hmm. everybody run from, which I found a lot more interesting actually. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, gradually you find out about his backstory and his yep. uh, childhood, and basically he was horribly abused by his mother. And uh, I love how he starts falling for Carolyn Monroe, you know, and. Uh, just that dynamic between, I mean, they, they worked together so many times, you know, yeah. they, they were fantastic together each time they worked together. So I always love seeing them too. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean the movie, 
it's basically just a character study of of a serial killer. Yeah. I mean, I know it, before Maniac, it'd been done before, but like when a stranger calls the original, that movie's boring as crap. Yes. Yeah, this one at this, least keeps your attention. <laughs> you know? Yeah, this one's yes. in- interesting. And it has that Bill Lustig griminess. Like, I love his New York yeah. City grimy yep. type feel that he puts in a movie, man. Like, <laughs> something mm-hmm. about that 70s New York. Yeah. Just, it sells that grimy feeling they're trying to get across with the character. You know what I mean? Yep. The yeah. whole movie's just supposed to feel like this dirty thing. And it does. It comes across perfectly. Yeah. I mean, just from everything, just from him visiting the prostitutes, you know, um, and just everything, I mean, with the movie. It, it was just so perfect with the setting and how they filmed it, how the film looked even, you know, just from more of a technical aspect. Because it was so low budget and stuff, It it, it even the the look of it got that kind of grimy feel to it and it it was great. It all kind of played together almost perfectly, you know, and obviously Tom Savini and his special effects are so fucking just far beyond anything anybody had ever done. Yeah. I think, you know, to the dead, this is his best work, man. Yeah. It's right up there with him. That shotgun scene to me is the best head blowing up scene. I was just about to say nothing against scanners. Scanners is great, but this shit looks real. Yeah, yeah. and the fact that so. they did in slow motion just was, yeah. oh, it was fucking great. <laughs> oh, like Tom Savini's like, he's like, I'm going to blow up my own head because we can't screw this up. We have one shot to do this, yep. so I'm I'm firing this thing and I'm shooting it. <laughs> they're like, okay. Yeah, don't argue with that. No, definitely not. <laughs> he's got the gun. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things he was talking about on uh, The Last Drive-In when Joe Bob and him were talking was about how they had to ditch the car because uh, they filled it with like uh, shrimp, uh, uh, something was like shrimp and other things. And, you know, obviously after it blew up and it sat there and the car just reeked, <laughs> they fucking dumped it in the river. <laughs> <laughs> or in the lake. Rem- yes. Yes, I remember hearing about that like years ago. I remember that. Yeah, they just had to get rid of the whole thing. Yep. There's a lot of things in the East River. It just fits <laughs> right <laughs> into place. <laughs> I'm like, damn. <laughs> These guys just like, no cares. Let's just fucking dump the car and get a new one <laughs> to, to use to finish off the scene. Oh my God. It was so good. I mean, the whole, I mean, the, the the mannequin aspect the, the scalping scene yes. I was just like ow that that just ow <laughs> it was so gruesome it it's like so you good. go crazy and kill him and then be so upset that they were dead and then get that anger right back again when he wanted to possess them and get scalp from them shows yeah yeah it was like he was all over the place man I felt like there was almost like a they didn't say it but almost like a split personality thing like. Almost like Norman Bates, like he thought he was his mother at some points. I felt like he was when yeah, he was talking to himself. That. It was like him and his mother having a conversation at certain points. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I could, I could definitely. And then that, that that ending too, <laughs> which is wild. Oh yeah, all the mannequins. He sees the mannequins. <laughs> yeah, and then just <laughs> ripping them apart. It was good. Very, very, very good. Yeah, I highly recommend the movie. I, I, I do too. It's 
It's such. Especially I was that once ending. called a misogynist for loving this movie. You know, <laughs> yeah, I wanted to bring people. that up. <laughs> you know, when this movie came out, people pe- people say this movie is quote mean spirited, and I think I don't get that feeling from this movie. No, I don't feel like it's being. No. Yeah, it's not being mean on purpose. Like, oh, we're just gonna kill a bunch of women, ha! Ah, and then you know, there's actual. Th- this movie has a structure to it. It's not like the guinea pig movies where they're just showing trash you know yeah, exactly man. it's not just there for the sake of showing there it's yeah just screwed up crazed individual and lost in the middle of new york city and just which <laughs> probably isolates him even more and is allowing him to continue on in this ridiculous uh, fuck state of mind i guess is the best way to say yeah <laughs> yeah agreed yeah i just don't understand the mean spirit yeah. is uh, that's what I, I definitely don't understand the, the I feminist. I and when I thought this guy was the piece of trash, yeah, <laughs> he was right. the killer. God. I don't understand. I, I don't understand the backlash this movie got with with feminist groups and 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 whatever other groups, well, it's your parents' groups, or whatever. But well, is just, it just because they saw the poster and the poster like he has a you know on the poster shown through his pants? I think between maybe. Bill Lustig's background and right. the fact that this guy is going after women, and they just went with it and yeah. made up their own story. I mean, let's let's yeah. be honest. How, how many of these groups do you think honestly actually sat down and saw this movie and watched it? Zero. I mean, we, this is the same thing that we talked about last night with Vice Academy about all these people that just said it was like basically softcore yeah. porn. You know, it's yeah. kind of the and same it's thing. Not. I've never even seen it. <laughs> it's it's just these people just like to spew out the shit, saying it's this, this, and yeah. this, but they've never Maybe actually fucking seen the movie. You know, like uh, I can't remember who it was. Uh, it was some senator. He uh, in Congress in session, he pointed to uh, the movie Slave Girls from Beyond Infinity, which is a Charles Band movie. Yeah. It basically called it trash and the moral degradation uh, of American youth. There is nothing in that movie. It's a science fiction version of the most dangerous game. There's like all they did was see the damn fucking cover. Yeah, yeah. In in the title, Slave Girls. That's it. They're like, this is degradation. The youth of America is a danger. That movie's nothing. There's like ten seconds, if that, of nudity in it. Yeah, it's nothing. That movie is freaking harmless. Yeah, I just these people. I don't freaking get it. It's just like they're trying to control everybody. I think that's really what it is. Just we don't we don't like this. Why don't you like it? I I I don't know. It's just (laughs) like yeah, because you haven't seen it. No, but I I know a a friend of a friend of a friend of a, a, a of an acquaintance. Who, uh, it's the same thought. people who think it's classy to throw adult jokes in children's movies under, yep. under the radar. So. All the fucking yeah. innuendos that you see that are just <laughs> yeah, like, okay, exactly. why is this in this movie? <laughs> you know, so. that freaking reminds me of Josh Whedon complaining about Jurassic World being sexist, but yet when he did this, well, the Avengers uh, uh, two uh, with with the robot with Ultron. He had like jokes like hide the salami and all this stuff. I'm I'm just like, really? This isn't sexist, but Jurassic World is somehow. And that movie sucks too. I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> I just I don't get people. I don't understand any of this. People are weird. I guess they just want. 
I guess they just want attention. That's all it comes down to is when you when you cry loud enough, is, people yeah, say attention, attention to you. Yeah, That's all it is. Somebody hear me. I, <laughs> I want my opinion out there. I matter too. So how about the if we could have gotten Maniac too, guys? Oh, that would have been, been so awesome. Good. I think I think that would have been better. I love that premise of going after abusive parents. That would have been so good. I love that love on the. It's one of the Blu-rays of that movie. I got. Yeah, some of the footage from that. The short film they made to get investors to make a full-length movie. Yeah, that's great. It'd been great, man. My daddy put my hands in the boiling water. Oh, mm, kill it! Kill it! Kills that chef. That was awesome. I was like, man, if if he wouldn't have passed away. We would have gotten this, and this would have been great. Tribute to Spinell in my story, man. Yeah, (laughs) it's got the same premise. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. But yeah, I mean, overall, I I love this movie. I mean, I haven't seen it nearly as as much as a lot of other horror movies. Um, but this one, every time I see it, it just surprises me. I I I don't know why. I, I think it's just I notice different things every time I watch this movie. Which is like, oh, yeah, that's fucking cool. But, yeah, I mean, overall, I mean, between the the effects, the way that they filmed this, like I said, I mean, I, I love the whole look and aesthetic of, of how they filmed this with it being so low budget. And the story itself, I mean, it, everything just kind of meshed together, like, in the most perfect way. Honestly, if I were to rate this movie, I would probably give this one five out of five. Yeah, this is one of my favorite films. It's actually one of the movies that helps inspire me and makes me want to make stuff. And yeah, it also is what made me a fan of Bill Lustig and so many things. Man, I just this movie is very underrated and misunderstood. I think a lot of times, except for the you know diehard fans in the horror community. So yep, I I mean I give too many movies good ratings, but I still gotta give it a five out of five. And <laughs> Maniac's freaking great. Joe Spinell is a freaking genius. It's awesome. Well, this movie is sexist and misogynist, so I give it one. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I freaking give this movie a five out of five, too. It's great. It's well shot for being low budget and guerrilla filmmaking at its its grillum filmmaking at its finest. Yeah, I love cinematography for as cheap and guerrilla as it was, not to interrupt you. Yeah. No, no, that's fine. That's true. You know, I love um, Joe Spinell. He was a fantastic actor of his time. I mean, some people might not know this. He was the second highest paid actor from The Godfather because he was kept on. Uh, he was on set more than anybody else. Of course, Marlon Brando was oh, the wow. bigger name, so of course yeah. he got the biggest pay. And he kept getting residuals for that, too, because wow. he stayed on there. <laughs> yeah. So he, he's just a fantastic actor. His character is very interesting to follow. I love Carolyn Monroe. She was perfect in in yep. her uh, role as a, the love interest slash potential victim. You don't know how it's going to go. The tension's there. I mean, the directing's great. Uh, every the music is fantastic. It's so low key for the most part. You know, you have like that flute playing. You know, mm-hmm. like I. Dude, I can't do it. Of course, <laughs> yeah, but it goes. Uh, gives you the feeling. Of the movie, yeah. So I mean, good score. Five out of five. 
Awesome. It's a perfect. It's a perfect movie. It's one of the few perfect movies for me. I will say. Yeah. Well, guys, I think before uh, we go, ha- have y'all seen the remake from 2012? I did see it. I still have with, not, man. I with Elijah Wood. Not. I thought it was not okay. On purpose, it, though. It's it's a it's an okay remake. It's different because most of the movie it's a POV shot from the perspective of Elijah Wood because he's the That's killer hilarious. in that movie. Yeah, so it's an interesting take on it. It's not as good as the original, of course, but it's not a bad remake. But I like Elijah Wood too, man. Like, yeah, he's a, little dorky he's guy, a fine he actor. Play, yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays a evil son of a bitch pretty good too, though. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's I, for sure. I, wanna, I do want to yeah. see it. I just never sat down and give it a chance. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely suggest checking it out. I mean, it's I, yeah. I thought it was pretty good too. But uh, back to the original here, really quick, guys. I think this is the first time in the history that we've been doing these reviews that we've got a perfect score for this. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought too, man. When Ted did five, I was like, man, we all gave it a five. Mark's That's opinion doesn't matter. Now. Cause he's not here. So <laughs> wait a it's second. A, I just a... got a text. Mark says five out of five. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's a coronavirus miracle. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh... Good stuff. COVID claws. There we go. <laughs> there we go. But well, I got to move my big fat toes out of the way here. <laughs> oh, jeez. Don't get mad, people. I'm just having a little fun in this horrible time we're having right now. Right. Got to laugh. I really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Good stuff. Well, we would also love to hear what you guys think of the movie, especially if you got to watch it during the last drive-in if that was your first time i w- we would love to hear what you guys thought of the movie or what you think of the movie is it something you like is it something you don't like feel free to reach out to us you can always reach out to us through our social media we are on facebook twitter and instagram all at cls podcast but until next week guys we do appreciate you guys checking out our show ted do you have any final words of wisdom for us as we leave i will say that if you're running from a maniac don't go in the bathroom I just I don't understand that, people. I just don't understand the bathroom. <laughs> run upstairs and jump out the window instead of going out the front door. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. But we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for joining us today for the CLS Podcast. Check us out at www.clspodcast.com or join in the conversation on social media with the hashtag CLS Podcast. Until next time, stay safe, campers.